All right, folks, we know that pursuing the health professions is hard, but something that can make preparing yourself for that application and that really difficult process is knowing why you're doing it in the first place. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about finding your why. Hello and welcome to the Penn State Pre-Health Podcast, the show to help all pre-health students on their journey to acceptance. Our goal each episode is to share information our students need to succeed, connect them with resources, answer questions, and make this stressful process just a little easier. Our episodes vary in length from a little over five minutes to around an hour in length. So tune in to our shorts on your walk between classes. And when you have more time, you can enjoy one of our longer episodes. I am this episode's host, John Moses Bronson. And for this episode, we are talking about finding your why. It helps you act with purpose to know why you are doing something. Something that I often have students struggle with is that they know that they want to go into dental school, medical school, PA school, but they have a really hard time telling me why they want to do it. You know, I get the standard answers of, well, I like to help people and I like science, but that's often not good enough for admissions committees. And so there really has to be more to it. So what we're going to be talking about today is an exercise that has been modified um, by something that the author Simon Sinek has developed. He has written an entire book about finding your why. So if you want to dive into this topic deeper, I do suggest grabbing that book. There is a lot of really great stuff in there to use to help you on this journey of really being able to talk about and find your why. But today we are going to talk about his four-step process on how to do this. So step one, well, okay, I'm going to make it into a five-step process. Step one is I want you to find a partner, someone in your life that you know pretty well, knows you pretty well, and is also not afraid to call you out on a little bit of BS. This is a very can be a very challenging process for students that are a bit more guarded with their background. So the first major step is to gather your stories. I want you to bring to mind five stories that have been the most impactful in your life. Now, I don't want you to focus on stories that have impacted your journey to, to healthcare. That's not what we're talking about today. I want you to think of the five stories that have changed you the most, the five points or periods in your life. For me personally, if I was doing this exercise, for sure the number one item on my list would be the death of my mother when I was 21. It has influenced who I am, how I see myself, how I interact and help people, the forgiveness I share and provide to people with nothing looked for in return. All of that I can trace back to that experience, right? So those are the types of experiences that we're looking for here. They should invoke an emotional response from you. 
these are not things like, well, I graduated high school. I guess that was a pretty big deal. Like if that wasn't like something that is moving or important to you, it does not belong on this list. The second step is I want you to share those things with that partner that you found, right? Other people help us find meaning when we can't see it ourselves. They can offer objective, open-minded insights into our stories. And oftentimes, they can help us find connections between what we consider to be really disparate parts of our lives. I worked with a student who had grown up in the military. And that had, you know, they weren't personally in the military, but they were in a military family. They had lived all over the world in Egypt and Japan. And a lot of that life is very, very structured. And they hadn't really lived in the United States much. And so when they came to the United States, one of the things that they were so struck by was the lack of structure. And so when they started at Penn State, they found it kind of difficult to keep up and to do what they needed to do. And it turns out that they had, um, you know, uh, an attention uh, disorder. And so after treatment with that, they found that what worked really well was building in a lot of structure into their lives. And so I took these two things and I said, you know, you have this really strong undercurrent of structure. You know, right now they're working in a role where they provide a lot of structure to the office as a whole. They do a lot of coordinating to help other people make sense of what's going on. And it's where their skills are the strongest, right? So we were able to construct part of their personal statement to be about their need for structure. So that is sort of the what we're trying to get at here. Let your partner help you identify the themes. Don't go into this process thinking, I know the themes. I know myself better than anybody else. You are the storyteller. You are there to tell your story the way that you want to and and about the things that you think are important, but let them interpret the meaning behind those things and be open to what's going to be shared. So in your third step, I want you to take a look at all the themes that seem to be identified and identify the ones that are the biggest, that feel the most inspiring to you, or you feel really define yourself. You want to choose one to start with. And then in the next and final step, and you may do this multiple times, you and your partner will draft a why statement that includes that story in some way, that theme. And that is going to be your unique contribution. All right. So let's go with my own example, right? I talked about the loss of my mother and how that has shaped the way that I want to work with people. And one of them is giving a lot of grace and forgiveness without asking for anything in return, right? So for my why statement, I would say, I want to Provide forgiveness and grace to people who are experiencing difficult times so that, and then you finish with your impact. So for me, it would be so that students in difficult circumstances coming across really large barriers and experiencing traumatic events 
have a place to go where they know that no matter what has happened, what has transpired, that there is someone there to support them in their corner. So that is what I would include. Now, that's just one example. You can have multiple whys, and that's perfectly fine. And that can help to express multiple dimensions of you. Eventually, what you're going to hopefully do is find a why that really resonates with why medicine. And that's what you're going to really be searching for. If you have a hard time picking stories out of thin air, I'm going to about to give you some prompts. So if you need to pause this podcast and get out your computer, or if you're an old bogey like me and you're more of a pencil and paper person or a pen and paper, go ahead and pause this podcast now, and then you can get those materials. All right. So let's go ahead and get started with those prompts. So the first one, who in your life has helped make you the person you are today, whether it be a coach, a mentor, a teacher, or a family member. I want you to write down a specific time when they exemplified what you admire most about them, whether they were interacting with you or someone else. How did hearing their words or watching their actions make you feel? And who else helped shape who you are today? So that's going to be your first prompt. So Go ahead and pause now if you want to dive into that more. My second prompt for you. Think of a day at work or in a service experience or in a clinical experience when as you headed home, you might have said or thought to yourself, I would have done that for free. What happened that day that made you say that, think that? The next prompt, I want you to think of your worst day at work or at school, the kind of day that you hope never to go through again. What happened that day and why would you never want something like that to happen again? Is it something that you'd never want to have happen again to you or to anyone else that you know? What is the earliest, specific, happy childhood memory that comes to your mind? At school, what was an experience that you loved? So much of this process is reflecting on your educational experiences. Health professional programs are notoriously difficult. Loving education and school and learning is so important. What was a day where you just were in love with what you were learning, where you would have learned it yourself if you had to? Next prompt, what has been a pivotal moment in your life? One when you realized nothing would ever be the same. Did you experience a loss? Did you have a big move? Did something else happen in your family that really changed how everything works? A divorce, an adoption. Those are the big changes that we're looking for in here. Next prompt. 
What happened that changed the way you think about the world and your role in it? This can be a documentary that you watched. This can be a patient interaction that you observed. This can be a news article that you've read. It can be research that you conducted in a lab. It can be a conversation with a friend. Next and final prompt. What was a time when you gave of yourself to help someone else? And after that, you felt unbelievably good, like you had done something that truly mattered. This prompt in particular really asks us to look at the times in which we have helped other people. The health professions are a helping profession. And almost all health professional admissions officers see this as a calling. How did that experience make you feel called to help and serve others in particular ways? Once you've completed this exercise, you can start to think about the specific prompt for your individual health profession's personal statement. How does what you've included here incorporate into what's being asked asked of you to provide in that essay? That's really your, your next big step is to figure out, okay, I have a sense of why. What does this tell me about how I should communicate my story? How does this help inform what kind of health professional I want to be, and how can I interpret that into the personal statement? Once you have a good sense of direction and you've put some words on paper, this is a great time to start having a conversation with a pre-health advisor. We are here to help you find new ways to tell your story. This is our purpose, is to help you but you do need to come with something and this is a great place to start. So that is all that we have this week for this episode. I hope you have enjoyed it and I cannot wait to have you back with us next week on the Penn State Pre-Health Podcast. Pre-Health Podcast is a production of the Pre-Health Advising Office in the Everly College of Science at Penn State University. It is produced, edited, and promoted by the Pre-Health Advising Team. The views, opinions, and advice shared during this podcast are that of the hosts and any guests only and do not necessarily reflect the best advice for every student at every institution for every health profession. This is a nonprofit podcast made for the purpose of better serving pre-health students across the university system.